Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBET crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at Bit. Forex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGen. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning, which can only mean we're talking the National Football League Week 8. What's going on, Max? Happy week eight, everyone. It's your three favorite D-Gens. And unlike DK Metcalf, we uh, don't want to make it a fourth. <laughs> What's going on, Panther? Uh, I rebounded yesterday with some uh, decent picks. And uh, Zebra was quite excited. His Navy play cash, but it's NFL day and we're ready to rock and roll. He was excited. He was. You know, he, was he was a little too excited for that semen. <laughs> <laughs> Gerardo says, morning, boys. Let's get some W's tomorrow. Hell yeah. The Washington football teams, right? The Washington <laughs> football teams tomorrow. They should just be called the W's, right? They just call them the W's at this point. I like it. are not getting many W's, but, you know, call them the W's. I don't think they're going to get one tomorrow either. Uh, is that a spoiler alert? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me where we're starting, Max? Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Yeah, you know, Steelers coming off that bye week, heading to Cleveland for a divisional game. We we know how tough those divisional games can be. This is a critical one for the, for the Steelers, really. Uh, if they drop to three and four in that AFC North, it, it's just a major major issue for them, considering how well the Bengals have played this year. For the Browns, uh, yeah, similar situation, but for them, it's it's really about getting or staying healthy. Uh, they got that big win on Thursday Night Football in Week Seven, and that was without Baker, that was without Chubb, that was without Hunt in the lineup. Baker's back. Uh, Chubb is back, so I think it's a good chance for them to uh, take it to the Steelers this week. You look at both teams, solid defenses, right? I, I'd probably give the edge to Cleveland this year. St- statistically, Cleveland's got the better defense. Uh, look at rushing. Browns are number one in the league in rushing, and Pittsburgh is 29th. So I think the Browns should be able to control the time of possession in this one. I think they should be able to move the ball better than the Steelers. It's going to force Big Ben to make some throws, whether he connects on those throws, whether he can do that or not. That's the big question mark there, but that's got to be Cleveland's game plan here. Divisional games, as I mentioned, they're close. I hate that fucking hook. <laughs> I goddamn hate that hook, but I'm going to do it anyway. $50 bet on the Browns. You know, my mind, it says the Browns win this going away, but one of the things I can't get away from is the uh, change of game plan for Pittsburgh that we saw last week where Ben wasn't throwing it deep. It was just a lot of dink and dunk, short passes, trying to keep him upright. He's been getting hit a lot, and uh, the offensive line hasn't done him any favors, and the running game hasn't done him any favors. I expect that to be a little bit of the same this week. The Browns' defense probably doesn't get as much love as they deserve. They've played incredibly well probably one of the top five defenses in the nfl the thing that gives me just a little bit pause on cleveland is their offense even when baker mayfield has been playing hasn't been as explosive as i thought they might be with that you know that loaded weapons on offense that they have only 14 points against minnesota 26 against the bears um they've only scored 14 and 17 the last two weeks i know they didn't have baker last week but um mayfield makes this engine run but it doesn't make it go really really fast so i think this is a closer game i'm leaning cleveland i just couldn't pull the trigger here 
Yeah, it's a very close game in my mind, too. I mean, the total reflects that, 42 and a half. <laughs> Buckle up. I, I think it is going to be a really close game. I do think Cleveland wins, but if you're giving me four points, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus four, 25 bucks. All right. Hey, let's move on. Eat some chalk. Let's talk Miami at Buffalo. <laughs> the Dolphins, they kind of sort of made a deal for a new quarterback with Deshaun Watson which just must be a total mind fuck for their second year quarterback. And two is going to need to try to shake that off. Leads a very lackluster Miami offense against a pretty solid Bills defense. Uh, they're definitely top five in the league right now, right? Let's say Buffalo is one of the, the better defenses. Uh, number one in opponents' yards allowed per game. Number one in opponents' points per game. Dolphins are 28th in yards per game and 29th in points per game. To me, this just it looks like it's going to be a one-sided game. My numbers say, yeah, yeah, it is. I have Buffalo winning this game by fucking 20. So you you know, by by more than two scores. Hmm. So they gotta cover the two scores. I think they do it. $50 bet on the Bills. You know, everything tells me I should be on Buffalo here, but maybe I'm just giving too much credit to Tua and the recency of last week, putting up four touchdowns. Uh, they're trying to save his mental fragility, if you will, by saying, okay, Tua's our quarterback the rest of the way. Like, you guys already screwed the pooch here. You you really just mindfuck this kid. It's in his best interest to probably get out of Miami. But looking at this game, you know, they put up 28 points last week in the loss to Atlanta, but before that, 20, 17, 17. They do struggle to score, and Buffalo's defense is legit. I think Buffalo, on the other side, could actually take it easy here. This is a game where Josh Allen probably doesn't have to throw the ball a lot. You could run on Miami. Good opportunity to get Moss and Singletary involved. Uh, I, I'll lean Buffalo, but it was just too many points this week. Yeah, I'm leaning Buffalo here in this one, too. Uh, it would not surprise me if they went by, you know, uh, 21, 28, 35, 42. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So I think you're probably going to cash it, Max. It's just Miami's offensive line, probably the worst in the NFL. Tua has no chance. Nobody has a chance. Tom Brady wouldn't have a chance. Yeah, it's, it's not very good. Uh, next one up for me, let's uh, head to Detroit where the Eagles are in town. You know, if you download and listen to every single episode, you know that I said that this is a winnable game for the Lions, which means I should money line it, right? No, fuck that. I will take the points on them because it's the goddamn Lions. Uh, Got to rewind a couple weeks ago, that, that Thursday night game where the Eagles looked really competitive against Tampa Bay and then turned around and had a dud against the Raiders last week. Other than week one, this team has not looked very good. I mean, we can say that their quarterback play has been, you know, more than than expected, <laughs> yeah. but everything else is just not very good. And even their other win on the season, they struggled to beat a Panthers team that didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Lions, I listen, they held their own last week against the Rams on the road. Now they're at home looking to avoid a winless season. They already have a winless season at 0 and 16. They do not want to be the other, you know, the 0 and 17 team, right? I think to get there, they need to run the ball. That's got to be Dan Campbell's game plan. Uh, Eagles allow 133 rushing yards per game. That ranks 29th in the league. So if DeAndre Swift can get things going, I think Detroit can eat some game clock on this one, possibly win it. But again, I'll take the points. $50 bet on the Lions. 
Yeah, on the surface, it looks like the Lions are the play. When you dig deeper and look at the way these offenses have played, the Eagles have scored 22, 22, 21, 30 against Kansas City Swiss cheese defense and 21. So they're basically a 22-point team. The Lions have scored 19, 11, 17, 14, and 17. They can't even crack 20. I think you've got to crack 20 to at least win this game. And I just don't have any confidence that Detroit can get there. Now, I'll give the Lions a slight pass. They've played much better defenses. They played the Rams, the Bengals, the Bears, the Ravens. Like, those are legit NFL defenses they've struggled to score on. They should be able to get over 20 against these Eagles. I'll lean Detroit, but, man, I just couldn't get there because both these offenses are trash. <laughs> they are trash, and that hopefully means a low-scoring game, which hopefully means it's kind of close on both sides, which hopefully means Detroit can keep it within three and a half. I'm with you, Max. 25 bucks plus uh, three and a half on Detroit. Uh, if you download and listen to every single episode, you know the story does not turn out well last season when Arch <laughs> and I bet Detroit, but it's a different coach, right? It's a different Coach. Well, last year I was kind of treating them like a big boy, real NFL team. I, I'm not doing that this year. <laughs> different coach, different quarterback. Let's not forget. <laughs> oh, much different quarterback. That could be to their detriment. Hey, uh, we already talked about one Alabama quarterback. Can we talk about another former Alabama quarterback? Let's go to Los Angeles, where the Patriots are coming into town. You know, we covered this one a bit on the fantasy episode. Uh, my thoughts were that, you know, if the Patriots have a chance here, they need to exploit that Chargers run defense, have Mac Jones just do enough. Uh, Chargers have a pretty good pass uh, rush. They, they defend the pass very well. So I don't think Mac can afford to be risky in this game. And I think that's kind of how Bill and McDaniels have played this season with him. Each week, they're kind of progressing him, giving him a little bit more responsibility, letting him do a couple more things. There's still, you know, very short passes, quick passes. It's playing to his strengths right now. Uh, you you look at last week, both both teams had a bye last week, right? Uh, Chargers uh, did not play a game, and the Patriots played the Jets. So uh, neither team really had to play last week. Last time Chargers played was against the Ravens, and they got their asses handed to them. So they really want to bounce back. They They need to get a win today. They probably get a win. Probably. They, I just, I like the Patriots to keep it really close here. Maybe even sneak out the win. I wouldn't hate a money line play on this one, but I will take the points once again. $50 bet on New England. Uh, this isn't a game that I'm really on. I'm, I'm looking at their schedule and who they've played. I'm looking at that common opponent with the Dallas Cowboys. The Chargers lost to Dallas in L.A. three points. The Patriots lost to Dallas in overtime in Foxborough. Um, and I think that's actually a good measuring stick for both of these teams and how they play. The Patriots have gotten, particularly Mac Jones, much better over the last two weeks. I don't know how much you take away from that Jets victory. I mean, the Jets are just so, so bad. Um, and New England just, you know, Bill was just content to absolutely run up the score. Uh, he treated that as a scrimmage, as a practice, like um, Max referred to being on a bye week. I think New England can keep it closer. I'm going to lean the Chargers, um, but I, I think New England stays competitive here. Yeah, that four and a half has got me messed up. I'm going to lean the Chargers here, too. If it was five and a half, I'd probably take New England. The four and a half, it's really just muddied the waters too much for me. So I'll just lean the Chargers. You know, it's interesting, Panther. You mentioned that uh, the Dallas game with New England. If, if I recall, what, didn't New England just have Dallas like dead to rights? Yes. And just kind of like cough that one up like that. That that should have actually been a, a win for New England. And I think that's that's one of the problems I have with this uh, Patriots team is 
they've kind of had control of teams in the first half and it just uncharacteristically just fall apart in the second half. So I think if if they if they can get the lead on the Chargers, they got to find a way to stay motivated in that second half and keep the lead. Well, if you remember that game too, Vegas kind of told us there was something up with that game and the line was kind of weird, but this one, the line's not weird. I think four and a half is right. I just, I really can't get to either side. You know, an interesting factor in this game too, is that Belichick still plays kind of old school football. He's punting on fourth down and the Chargers are absolutely not. The Chargers are going for it on fourth down when they think the numbers are in their favor. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. This score could get out of hand if the Chargers get some momentum and they're going for it on fourth down. Yeah, and, and that Patriots defense isn't legit anymore, right? I mean, for a couple of seasons, it was it was that was one of the top mm-hmm. three to five best defenses in the league. You always looked at New England as that that shining star. Uh, maybe a couple of years, you know, that they they faltered in that fucking twenty year dynasty that they have. But overall, <laughs> like it's like, hey, New England's a they are okay. Right. Uh, so I, I do think that the Chargers have an opportunity to put up some points here today. And, and that's a great point is you got to look at those uh, those coaches that are not really playing to the numbers anymore, playing you know to, to the old uh, style of football and see how that turns out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. Uh, maybe you want to get in one game and then we'll take a quick break. All right, let's start with uh, the Bengals at the Jets. We talked about the Jets and how bad they've been playing. Probably gets worse this week because – Uh, Zach Wilson will not play. Mike White will be the starter, and God forbid anything happens to him, you get Joe freaking Flacco. But uh, this Bengals team, one of the knocks on them coming into the season, particularly when you look back last year with Joe Burrow under uh, under the center, is that they were really struggling on the road. Well, they've beaten Pittsburgh by two touchdowns. They've beaten Detroit by 23 points, and they just absolutely took Baltimore to the woodshed last week. Uh, so the Bengals are treating these road trips like a business trip. I think they do the same against an overmatched Jets team here. Uh, I'm getting it at 11 points. It was 10 and a half yesterday. I was kind of a little salty this wake up and see it at 11. But I still think they cover the 11. Give me $50 on the Bengals. I honestly cannot find a single goddamn nice thing to say about this Jets team. Like, I, I really can't. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to say, well, at least they have this going for them. But I, I can't. They've got nothing going for them at all. And and the Bengals, they are a team on the rise. This is. I hope that they just keep focused and don't tightens this thing up, right? I mean, you know, and and just fucking lose a a winnable game because they they need every win in that AFC North. I think they get it. I have them covering this one. I just didn't love it with them being on the road and and maybe you know taking the foot off the pedal in the second half. I'll lean Cincinnati there, but no play for me. Yeah, I'll lean Cincinnati as well. You are getting ten and a half, Panther. So oh, nice. I can get you ten and a half. So I'll lean Cincinnati here. Maybe we should take a, a, take a com- uh, commercial, and then we can talk a little bit more about the Jets, just really briefly. I think we all have something to say about the Jets, right? We can tease it, tease it. You want to stay tuned for more Jets talk? I think so, and. Our commercial break is brought to you by Odds Jam. They are developed by the Stanford engineers, the same guys that play football as well, right? Stanford, they've got a football team as well. But no, different guys, different guys. These are engineers. They don't play football, but they know something about football or at least about sports betting. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. No bullshit here. Every single time you can be a winner. They have the fastest real-time data. 
It spots discrepancies between different sports books. I, I think we've mentioned this on the show before. Have different sports books. You can probably get a plus line over here, a plus line over there, and boom, you're a winner. Profits average 3% every single day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Arch uses Odds Jam every day on his morning breakfast. He's eating it right now. I am. That's why he's not talking. That's his right. Mouth I'm is eating just it right now. With Odds Jam. I even incorporate it into my lovemaking, too. It's amazing. Smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. So, we, yeah, Jets, we got to talk about them for just a second because we talked about them in pre-show. What are they doing? What is the plan here? They gave up a draft pick to, to bring in Joe fucking Flacco. Unfucking believable. I get it. If if this was a team that was competitive, had a chance to win some games, if this was a team that was like, okay, you know, we're still kind of in it. Let's bring back a guy who knows the offense because Joe Flacco is on this team. He knows the offense. Let's bring him back. Even though, do I recall, is isn't isn't a different coach since last year? Yeah, well, I digress. You don't <laughs> give up capital. Don't give up draft capital if you're fucking out of it. Pick up any goddamn quarterback off the scrap heap. Get goddamn Cam Newton for a bag of beans and throw him out there and take the hits. When he gets knocked out, just find another goddamn quarterback that's a free agent and he can get knocked out. There's plenty of quarterbacks out there. Don't fucking trade draft capital. This is the difference between a team like the Patriots, who can have a fucking two-decade-long dynasty because they're not stupid with their draft capital. This is just fucking asinine, and it's typical Jets. You know, he had also worked up. I'm almost thinking he's a Jets fan. He's almost sound like, like a Mets, but but he's dead right. You're you're not trying to win, right? You're, at this point, you're working towards another top two or three draft pick. So why would you give up for a draft pick in a in a tanking year? This is another year that's lost. You're not trying to win. And for zero capital, I'd much rather have Cam Newton than joe flacco so uh, completely agree with max this this is why the jets are terrible is because they make these kind of boneheaded decisions i just don't and, and, yeah, I don't and to your point real quick panther is 
there's there's only one thing that makes me more mad about the Mets, and that's stupidity, which again <laughs> with the Mets typically goes hand in hand as well. <laughs> I just don't see even if you win with Joe Flacco what that gets you. All right, moving Screw on. Screw up the draft selection. Yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> the fourth pick instead of the number one pick. Right. right. What, else, what else you got, Panther? Uh, let's take a look at Max's Rams going to take on the Houston Texans. And you got to be thinking, man, the Rams minus 16. No way, right? No way. Four of the last five games for the Texans, <laughs> they've scored five, three, zero, and nine. They've gotten to double digits once in their last five games. I don't even know how they did it because the Patriots defense isn't terrible but the rams defense is legit the offense should just have a heyday this thing should be 20 points by the end of the first half i think the rams as much as i don't think i'm kind of disappointed honestly i'm really disappointed i expect the rams to be putting up 40 45 points a week uh maybe this is the week they do it because the texans are god awful they're worse than the jets i think uh so i'll lay the 16 points and put 50 dollars on the rams yeah, listen, I got the Rams covering this one. I absolutely do, but uh, a little bit of hesitation here after that Detroit game last week, right? Um, again, like I think that the situation there was a little bit emotional on both sides, so maybe that was a a little misleading for me to to use that Detroit game as any kind of indicator for either the Lions or the Rams this week. But it, it gives me some pause for sure. Yeah, you, you look at the numbers, and I, I just said it. It's like I, I, sh- I struggle to find anything good to say about the Jets, and it's the same fucking thing about Houston here. This is this is a team that has just given up. They, they traded Ingram away to uh, the Saints. Uh, they just picked up another running back off off of uh, the you know free agent you know or waivers or whatever, and and you know throwing him out there this week. So uh, this is a team that's in disarray. The Rams should be able to go in there, beat the hell out of them. Stafford wants to make his MVP push, and and as Arch said, that uh, let's you know make make uh, Aaron Rodgers have even more nightmares here, <laughs> thinking about what's what's to come. Uh, I will lean the Rams here. I do think that they win and, and probably cover this one, but a little bit of hesitation. I have yeah some hesitation on this one. This is probably the only massive favorite. I'm not gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Houston in this one. Not touching it. But yeah, 15 seems like a big big number to get to. Uh, so. Yeah. The I, big probably numbers hit last it. week other than the Rams, and that's my problem. Like, so yeah. All the big numbers yeah. hit last week. No, we're seeing the blowouts. Rams are the only one that wasn't. And that's another thing. We might be seeing blowouts because of the fourth down nonsense. and We have to study that a little bit deeper, but I'll lean Houston. All right. Let's take a look at Jacksonville at Seattle. Now, I know we don't love Jacksonville at all but seattle without russell wilson has really not played well if you look at what the seahawks have done the last two weeks they lost last week to the saints and only scored 10 points and what's interesting about that game is they had like 164 yards of passing 84 of that came on one play like 84 was on one touchdown, and after that, Geno Smith couldn't he, he couldn't throw the ball. The Seahawks team is just – they're zero-dimensional. They can't run. They can't throw right now. This is the prime opportunity for Urban Meyer to get his second win. They're playing consistent. I think they, they've scored 23, 19, 21, 19, their last four games. 19 points is enough to win this game. I think Jacksonville wins this game outright. I'll money line the Jaguars. I got them at plus 160. I'll find a good line for you. 
Listen, man, you know, a few weeks ago, like I took some heat for having Seattle in, in my top 10. And at the time, you know, they still had Russell Wilson. That offense was fucking clicking. And fast forward two weeks and they plummeted on uh, on my list because the fact is, yeah, like you know, I don't hate Geno Smith out there, but they're just not producing. It's And it just goes to show you what Russell Wilson really brings to that team. And if Pete Carroll would actually let Russell Wilson play, what they could actually probably do there's rumors now that I mean, there's rumors in the offseason that Wilson wanted out. Uh, there's some talk that uh, with the trade deadline, what the trade deadlines this week coming up, right? Uh, yeah, that, that that there might be a trade in the works to get Russell Wilson to the Saints. So uh, it's it's a crazy rumor, especially with an injured player. I don't know how that always works out. If you know that, that seems a little weird. How do you pass a physical if you're injured? But uh, it, the rumor mill's still going about Russell Wilson out there. So who, who actually knows? In this game, listen, I don't hate that play, Panther. I, th- I think this is a winnable game for Jacksonville. Moral support. I'm going to lean Jacksonville taking those points. I got this as a close one, so I, I do think Jacksonville probably could get the win this week. Mm, man, my esteemed colleague from Indiana is leaving out that that game Monday night was played in a monsoon, too. He's just conveniently ignoring that part. I think Seattle can win. I think they actually can win by about a touchdown. So I'm going to put 25 bucks on Seattle minus the three and a half. But that was a minor factor. The, the, week, the, the, week, the week prior, Geno Smith was no better. I did. The other thing that I left out is Geno Smith's been sacked 10 times in the two games he's played. The uh-huh. offensive line is doing him no favors. Uh, last game for me, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans is four and two, but when you look a little deeper, you beat the Seahawks, they've beaten Washington, they've beaten New England. Like, really? We're supposed to get excited about the Saints team? Jameis Winston literally is the definition of a bipolar quarterback. Good week, bad week, good week. What do we do for Max? Is this is this good week? They won two in a row. Not sure this is good week. This is good Jameis Winston week. I hope so because he's my fantasy quarterback. Oh, <laughs> a good Jameis Winston week still is not enough to keep up with this absolute machine that is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I look even if the Saints' defense is legit and plays really well, they give up 16 points per game. That still isn't going to be enough to slow down Tampa Bay. They cover the four and a half, 50 bucks on the Bucks. Ah, yeah. Listen, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Tampa Bay here. I got I got them winning this game by 11 fucking points, and there's still just something that just feels off. Like divisional game, them going into New Orleans, it seems kind of trappish, right? Tampa Bay's rolling, no Antonio Brown, plenty of weapons. Uh, Brady gets a 600 touchdown last week. It seems like a goddamn slam dunk, which which just gave me so much fucking pause, right? I will lean the Bucks here. Uh, but no play for me. And and real quick to circle back about Geno Smith. I just checked out his QBR on the year. Um, comparatively, uh, these are the guys that are worse than him. Uh, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. There you so, go. So Geno Smith, not really the replacement that they were looking for uh, over there in Seattle. But uh, so back, always yeah. find a way to get Justin Fields in there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just reading a chart. I know how to read a chart. Yeah. I didn't mention that he's better than uh, he's, he's worse than Jer- Jared Goff too. I mean, Jared Goff has a 33 QBR. So I mean, Oof. way to go, Jared. Good fucking job. Uh, back to this game. Yeah, lean on Tampa Bay. I'll lean uh, New Orleans here in this one. And now uh, Jameis Winston's interceptions over half an interception is minus 199. Can we, can we get some value over on two. Over, over two, one and a half? <laughs> yeah, over, over three. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Let me close this out. Get back over here. Um, 
Let's see, what am I looking at here? There we go. San Francisco is going to Chicago. This is going to make Max's head explode. Uh, Bears at home are catching four points, and I think that's enough to keep it close. I know Justin Fields is bad. I know all that. But goddamn, Jimmy G's best days are way past him, and it looks like he's going to start. At least, I suppose I suppose so. So I'm going to put uh, 25 bucks on the Bears plus four at home. I, listen, man, I, I I got San Francisco winning this game by nine fucking points. Do I trust that at all? No, I do not trust San Francisco. I do not trust San Francisco on the road. I don't trust them at home. I don't trust them when their quarterback's name is Jimmy G. Chicago, on the other hand, uh, I heard that Khalil Mack might be out. So that's a huge fucking blow to their defense. And then when their uh, quarterback is Justin Fields and their head coach is Matt Nagy. See, I'm combining the two to save you guys. When, when that, that combination is together, I don't like it very much. I will lean the 49ers. You know, this Bears team, it's just it's such a head scratcher, right? They they beat Vegas, they beat Cincinnati. Um, you know, I'm not gonna give them any grief for getting your ass whooped by the Buccaneers or losing to Green Bay or losing to the Browns. They lost to really good competition. I don't know that the 49ers are really good competition. Jimmy G still having a job. Either Trey Lance isn't picking up the playbook or Trey Lance isn't who they thought they were or Trey Lance is injured. One of the, something's gone because Jimmy he's G injured. Should he's, injured. Be he's injured. He's been injured. He's, he's been injured. Yeah. Okay. He's still injured. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G shouldn't be the quarterback of this team. I, I'll lean Chicago with you. I think if I actually like anything about this game, it's probably the under 39 and a half. <laughs> it doesn't, look, it doesn't look like an overplay to me either. I know a lot. Yeah, I've I got this at 37. I got this at 37. So that's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's saying that San Francisco is going to score 20 something points. That, that might that, that might not happen. Mm. Yeah, 20 to 17 seems high to me like that. And, that, and I think that's might, might be what we're looking at with this game. So I'll lean on the bears. All right. Last game for me, the W's are going to Denver. They're going up, uh, up to the mile high. You know, Washington can lose to anybody anytime. And I do think this is a, maybe a get correct game for Denver. It's only minus three at home. I like it. I do think the Broncos can cover it. So I'll put 25 bucks on the Broncos. Man, I got this as a one-point game. I got Denver just barely scratching out a win here. I do not like this Denver team uh, comparatively to, to 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 the W's or the R's, whatever you want to call them. Well, it's uh, only R's. We're talking about Dan Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I just I don't like this Denver team. I them at home only getting three against Washington. Like they're get that's they're getting their home home three. That's what you say of Denver. I, I don't like this one at all. I'll lean Washington getting those points. And I think that's maybe what spooked me off. I do like Denver for the win, but the, the line just seems so suspect. And you look at Washington, how bad they've been. I mean, this team only managed 13 points against Kansas City's defense. 10 last week, 13 the week before. Like, they're struggling to score. And that's in addition to the fact that they sport one of the worst defenses in all of football. Teddy Bridgewater could have a big day. But uh, I think Denver is the play. I'll lean Denver. I just, I don't trust them. So I couldn't do it. All right. That's all I've got. Is that it? Wow. Should I, should I do my wrap up? I guess so. This is great. A fucking 30 minute NFL episode. Congrats. Enjoy your Saturday, people. Yeah. Unbelievable. So we talked about football and nothing but football. Max, that's it. You said it. Should we, should we say other things or should we just wrap up? I, I there's some hockey plays that are interesting out there. 
some hockey plays that are interesting. All right, let's talk hockey real quick. Let's talk hockey. Maybe some NBA. I don't know. I think Panthers has got some NBA too. Uh, hockey, listen, I like the Islanders today. I got them minus 116. I like Edmonton minus 140. That line might be getting worse though. That, that, that was the lineup an hour ago. Uh, when I checked last night, it was minus 122. So that Edmund, the money is fucking hammering Edmonton. That line keeps getting worse for them. Uh, those are my two plays on the day. But Panther, you got a couple interesting ones, right? Yeah, I, I should be on Edmonton with you. The fact that it was only like I woke up minus 145. I thought it should be worse. So that's kind of scared me off. Uh, Detroit at Toronto. I'm not seeing what Vegas is seeing on this Toronto team. I haven't seen it all season. I don't think it's all last year. So why they're minus 300 against a very aggressive Redwoods team. They're playing really good hockey. I'll take my little lottery ticket of what about plus 270 for the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. I like that. And the Blues are at home against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks suck. They're so bad. I'll eat the 180 and put uh, 10 bucks on the Blues. Love those places. I love them. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Are those uh, anything else you're seeing, Arch? Uh, no, no, just uh, circle the blues. That seems like the most likely team to win. And I can't make heads or tails of why Toronto's favored that heavily against Detroit. It's an odd one. It's an odd one for sure. Uh, NBA, uh, real quick, I'm going to eat some chalk. I think I will take the Golden State Warriors to beat the OKC Thunder by at least 12 and a half. I got that as a 16-point game there. <laughs> and uh, it's it's a, this is a tough one because they're playing in a back-to-back, and who knows about uh, Jokic. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet uh, $10 on Denver uh, to, to possibly get the win. Uh, I'll take the points there. They're getting two and a half there against Minnesota. So those are my two NBA plays. Panther, what do you like on the hardwood? Yeah, that, that Warriors one scared me off just because um, they just played recently. They just played, and the Warriors fell way behind. And uh, keep an eye, you guys are paying attention to names. Keep an eye on Josh Giddy. Might be your rookie of the year. Guy is playing out of his mind. Something Oklahoma City at least has to look forward to. But for me, I'm looking at the Cavs at Phoenix. I didn't hit last night. Not because the Lakers were great, but because Carmelo Anthony was great. Um, so I didn't cover last night. I still think Cleveland plus 10. They can keep it close against Phoenix. And I'm looking at Orlando against Detroit. Orlando, Cole Anthony's been playing fantastic. The Magic aren't as bad as I think we think they are. Um, they're at least keeping games close. I think they can win this game outright, but I'll take the five points. I like the Cavs and the Magic. I I, I like both those plays. I'm... I... I really like that Orlando play. That might be something I'll check out later. You might want to eyeball a Cleveland money line. No bullshit. I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not a ten point game the way Phoenix has been playing lately. No, and DeAndre Ayton has not been. He's not been playing great despite him not getting that contract. And as I pointed out with Cleveland, it's the rebounding. They lost the rebounding edge last night by six. I think they can out-rebound outside of Aiden, who rebounds for Phoenix. So, yeah, there might be some money line possibility here. There you go. That's all I got for the NBA. Anything for you, Arch? Nah, I don't give a shit. (laughs) So that is it. Download the DJ's app for Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Over on Twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen to that please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode panther take us home i'll take you home it'll be an nfl exclusive panther parlay we're gonna eat that chalk on the Bengals, the rams and the buccaneers put those three together it'll be your panther parlay we're hanging out on facebook we're hanging out on twitter Give us a shout. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do this week, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.